Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. Well, it's been a while, but we're back here with Project Sports. Well, we got a few things to go over today. Actually, we have a whole entire slew of things to go over today because I have not done an episode in about a month and a half or so. Um, There's just been a little bit of a hiatus. Can't really say more or less that it was on purpose, but it kind of just happened. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to jump into the NFL today, the EPL, the Champions League, NBA, a little bit of NHL. And before we start the show, I do have to give a shout out to all my people who have helped make Project Sports successful. So I have actually been just, you know, watching the stats of the actual podcast, and I'm going to talk to you guys, the listeners, about it. Um, There's been a consistent basis of listeners. The same amount of listeners come back each week. I talked about this, I think, uh, probably about six months ago when I first started. Uh, I wasn't going to keep doing it if I wasn't going to gain any sort of traction, but I've got a pretty, you know, decent listener base. Even when I jumped off, when I moved from England to Colorado, and I think it was about a month before I came up with an episode, everyone still came back. So that's good news. That's a good sign. Um, but obviously, I want to be putting out, you know, content over and over again, probably on a weekly basis. The only thing is, when I got here, the transition was a little bit harder than I had thought. And I had to get ingrained in the culture here and get to my job, make sure I had everything going, all my wheels turning, everything's going great. Uh, I've settled down a little bit. I've got some things in order, and I think I should be able to start getting an episode out a week, have some more guests on, actually have some plans of people I've already met here who want to come on the podcast and talk about different things. So um, to look forward to in the future... I do have a gentleman who knows a lot about hunting. I'm probably going to have him on the podcast. I'm not going to give away who that is yet. We'll talk about him later on. Uh, And then also, we'll probably have some returning people who want to get on here and talk sports as we're in the upcoming of the NFL season in the summertime, watching OTAs, minicamp, and all that kind of stuff. The NFL draft missed that whole thing. I was supposed to have a big, huge board of things coming down on that, talk about it after. But you know what? It really wasn't that exciting. Everything kind of fell into place besides Mac Jones going to the Patriots was, you know, obviously a big story right now with Julio Jones maybe potentially going to the Titans, the Patriots, the 49ers, all these things, all good stuff. So before I get into all of that, I want to say thank you to a personal thank you to Catherine Prioli, to my brother, Mike Doyle, to Caleb Maciel, to Ray, to Derek Ricks, and then also to Kyler Harrington, who is my number one uh, episode holder, who came on as a special guest. And then, of course, to Brendan Landon Jeffries, who comes on the podcast quite frequently, and so does Caleb Maciel. Thank you guys for all of your support and the things that you've done and come alongside me to help this. Um, they all came on as featured guests on the show, and hopefully they can all return at multiple times. We've had three people return multiple times and others who would love to come back on the show. I think we're going to get Catherine to come back on the show, talk about her her company and see how it's progressed and where she's going uh, now moving forward. Uh, we hit a 1,000 plays across all episodes um, not on each individual episode, but across all the episodes together, we had a thousand plays, which is pretty cool because I mean, it's a small market, about 30, 40 people listening to the podcast, um, pretty open with the numbers to make sure you guys know what we're getting, but it's growing. Um, since I first started, 
uh, it's definitely been going up. I also was looking at my stats and I wanted to know who in Ohio is listening to this show because, you know, this is a New England based Boston show, but yet one of my demographics and it's the leading state that is listening to my podcast is from Ohio. I don't know who it is. Obviously it's some rando and that's pretty cool. So shout out to Ohio that you're listening to this. I don't talk about, you know, I, I actually did talk about the Browns in a few, so maybe your Cleveland, Ohio, you know, maybe I've, I've put their name, I think I've used Brownies and Picks as one of the episodes at All Hail the Browns or something like that. So I did do two episodes on that, but hey, whatever. I mean, it, it, the percentage is high where they've listened to all the episodes, and it's not just one person, it's multiple people. So maybe they were just searching for that. That's pretty cool, and they keep on listening to the show. That's great. Um, we do cross the landscape of pretty much everything in the world of sports, not just local New England, Boston sports, but pretty much everywhere. So we do cover some things. And then you guys have also made noticed that we got some new uh, art for the actual podcast that you clicked on. Um, that was just something I wanted to do. I know I've this is the second time I've updated it. Sorry if you're getting confused if it's like, ah, man, but it is looking better. I mean, we got to be honest here. It looks much better than when we first started. Project Sports is updated twice now into new logos. I'm, I'm kind of looking into things to make it a little bit more serious because as the numbers pump up, the more serious I'm going to take it. So if people like the content, I'm going to keep creating the content. So thank you to the fans uh, that have supported the show. I'm also going to get some advertising, maybe make a little bit of money off of this. Bada bing, bada boom. It's going to be great. I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be fun. So let's talk some sports now. Now that we have done the little introduction to the thank yous for the thousand plays and blah, blah, blah. What is the first one we're going to talk about? Well, everyone loves the NFL in America, so we're going to talk about the NFL first, of course. So Mac Jones, New England Patriots, draft him. Trevor Lawrence goes number one overall. Pretty much the big major stories. You've heard everything there is under the sun up on that. Julio Jones is the big story right now. Where does he land? And does how does he fit in with the Patriots? Well, for Julio Jones, we're going to probably see something this week happen with him. Uh, push comes to shove. The Atlanta Falcons are definitely going to move on from him. It all roads point to he's going to be traded, and it's going to happen this week. I personally think it's going to happen this week, whether it be the Titans, the Patriots, the 49ers, or maybe even the Arizona Cardinals. There's just speculation about a lot of different teams, and people try to say, oh, he's coming here, he's coming here, and usually it's local trying to pull strings to see if they can get their Julio Jones, probably one of the best wide receivers we've seen in the last 20 years. So, of course, everyone wants him. But we'll see because it's, uh, you know, I just don't think the price tag is going to be as heavy as people think it is, like a first-round pick or something like that. We'll see what it ends up being uh, for Julio wants to win. I, I know that. So if I was looking at it, a place like Seattle, the Patriots, where you, you've got either a good, strong structure in a team like the Patriots or a good quarterback like Russell Wilson, it would also help calm things with Russell Wilson. I mean, you've got DK Metcalf and Julio Jones, you get a great offense. You still got to work on that defense, but you get a good offense. Same thing in Tennessee. You're talking about A.J. Brown, Henry, and Julio Jones. And you've got a great tight end, decent quarterback, great defense. Well, you need to work on the defense a little bit. You know, you got to get there, Caleb. You're going to get there. Now I'm going to quickly move off Julio Jones and kind of go to the next topic. It is, it's not in the uh, NFL, but it's going to be over at the EPL and Champions League. So, for again, for any of those people who don't know what the Champions League is, it's pretty much the biggest tournament in Europe. It's like their version of the Super Bowl. It was the Champions League final that we just had on Saturday. Chelsea were the victors. Chelsea versus Man City. They had a, a goal by Kai Havertz in the 42nd minute of the game. 
and Man City lost in the finals. First time they made it to the finals, and they lost. They've struggled over the years to compete to make the finals, and they finally did, and they lost. So if you were listening to Project Sports all the way last year, around September, you may have noticed there was an episode called Chelsea is Greater Than the Table. Me and Brandon were actually talking about in the EPL how Chelsea has significantly improved over the offseason, and they were a problem, and they were a team that you need to look towards towards the future to be very successful. Well, we kind of guessed that right, but it was a little quicker than we thought. They actually made the Champions League final, and then actually won. Because they have a lot of young talent that's very good. They brought talent in alongside that was mature, and they made some great offseason moves that put them in a good position. They uh, you know, ended up finishing fourth in the EPL, the English Premier League, and winning the Champions League final. I mean, what can I say? Project Sports always got it first. We know everything. No, not really. But you know what I mean. It was, it was a good guess on our part. We saw that they made good offense moves. We were very intrigued by it, and it led to a victory. They had a great offseason. You know, a lot of teams that have higher, low expectations. The craziest part about Chelsea, though, is that they fired their coach halfway through the season and hired the former PSG coach, comes in. That would be Frank Lampard that they fired. And he comes in half the season. Boom. There we go. We got it. We got, we got a victory. We got a trophy right off the bat, which going forward, I think even – Post game, um, the coach was talking about how he uh, was talking to the owner of the team and saying, "I hope this gets me my contract and or getting a contract extension." Where he didn't even know what his fate would be. Obviously, if he had lost the next day, probably I'm sure he would been been fired. It's something in the Premier League that, or pretty much anywhere in the world in European soccer, that the coaches they just don't last very long. And I don't know why that. Like for Jurgen Klopp when he's in Liverpool and. He really had to try to convince Liverpool that, you know, you got to you know, take time. Let me let me work the program, do this, do that. Well, where Jurgen Klopp was a proven commodity over in the Bundesliga with Dortmund, and he did something similar, I guess maybe that would have influenced Liverpool to give him some time and work his magic. Instead of four years, you know, we'll win the EPL. And in exactly four years, they, they won the EPL, the Premier League Championship. So... But I just think overall, uh, owners of these these teams, yes, they want massive su- success right away, but they, they let go. Now, in Chelsea's case, I mean, it kind of proved proves me wrong in my, the way I think because uh, Frank Lampard was fired, and then uh, this team changed a little bit and, and caught some wind, and they finished fourth on the table, and then they ended up winning the, you know, the biggest trophy in Europe. You know, it's... It can go either way. I think maybe they needed that culture change. Sometimes that might be the case, but... It's not always the case. I mean, look at Man United, for example. Yeah, they, they've lost some big games, especially some um, championship games over the years. But Gunner is still still the coach, and they're sticking with him. Um, I don't know what's going to happen this offseason. I'm not predicting anything. But with Manchester United, they finished second in the table, and it looks like they improved in some places. Uh, Harry Maguire doesn't seem to fit in there. Um, I am very surprised he had a really good World Cup and then transitioned from Leicester to over to Man United. He's gonna get he's kind of getting exposed. Where it, it's weird, like John Stones, who plays for Man City, had a good World Cup and then he got hurt and he, now he's coming back and he actually transformed Man City's defense uh, all the way up until this final. Um, he's played very well. I just interesting because they're two English players that you kind of had the exact opposite opinion of kind of going into, I mean, post uh, World Cup. We got the Euro and then the Copa America coming up. Uh, It'll be a blast watching the Copa America go on this uh, upcoming month. Actually, uh, June 13th, it kicks off. 
and to see Argentina, Chile, Brazil, some of the big you know squads in South America play, and then also the Euro as well with all the European teams, and that's going to be a blast. We're going to transition to the NBA real quick just because I want to give a full spectrum of things that have been going on there. We're going to get an entire episode in about the um, soccer coming up this summer, obviously the, uh, the NFL, and then uh, NBA we're going to talk about right now, give a little snippet. We're going to have some guests on the show that I've got lined up. Um, so the NBA. So uh, what we're currently in the playoffs right now, the round one, um, things have been very interesting. I, I've talked a lot about basketball, how you can kind of gauge and guess who the two final finalists are going to be in the NBA finals. Things are teetering all over the place, even in this first first round of the playoffs. We got an injury in the, with the Lakers with AD, as one of my friends today called him glass. It'd be Chris Cherry. He called him glass because he, he went down. He always, he's just, he always seems to be going down. And the, the team just looks a little bit shaky to me. And LeBron is really going to have to backpack that team. And with the amount of talent in the West and then over in the East, who they may be facing in the finals, it's going to be really, really difficult, I think, for the Lakers to be a shoe-in now. And you also got to deal with the Clippers and the other team in L.A. who are who have come back and, and tied um, the series up 2-2 uh, against the Mavericks. And it's, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a good series. But on many fronts, we've had very interesting playoffs, not just the actual games, but fans. Fans in the stands. And tonight, actually, fans not in the stands, out on the court. So... Uh, all over the place with Kyrie getting a water bottle thrown at him. And was it, uh, I can't remember who got the popcorn thrown at him. Someone got spit at, I think it was Trey Young and Russell Westbrook. I can't remember which player. I mean, there's just a whole slew of things going on in the NBA. A fan's going wild, been stuck inside for a year. Or is it racism? Who knows? We don't know. We don't know their hearts of the people that are actually committing these things. But I will say the Boston one, which is the one we're going to talk about because it's close to home, close to me. And things that um, I had thought about when I had heard Kyrie before he even came to Boston, before the series even started, he called Boston racist, right? So um, you're, in, from my perspective, okay, let me, let me start out with this. By no means should anyone throw anything at anyone in any walk of life. Just don't, don't do that. You don't just, you know, it's called assault. Like you can't just, you can't just throw stuff at people. That's just crazy. You shouldn't do it on any accord. Now, with that said, if you're going to call an entire city racist and then you're going to come into our stadium and you've avoided us for almost two years, which is documented multiple times, he has sat out of games where he's had to come to Boston to play. If he's got personal reasons for that, that's fine. Whatever. Not here to debate that. If he's gone through some things in his life, not here to debate that either. Don't really care. I'm not justifying this kid who got arrested and he definitely should have, should not have done that. But what do you expect when you play with fire? You know, when you start a fire, it's going to be there when you get there. Hostile environment. Not only that, you went to the center of the court and you stomped on the leprechaun, wiped your foot backwards, and then you walk to the, le- you walk to the locker room and someone throws a water bottle at you. I mean, he could be upset that you just did that. I mean, that could be a thing. He could be intoxicated. I'm not saying he was. I have no idea if he was. He looked intoxicated. He could have been intoxicated even like, this This guy has been giving us the runaround. He left our city after he said he was going to sign with us. It's a much bigger story than what Kyrie kind of painted it, prefaced it. I think he's just scared. He could just simply be just scared of dealing with whatever he had to deal with back here. Maybe he really did go through some serious things that happened while he was in the city. 
And that's to him. He seemed really excited about coming back to Boston and playing for us. I don't know the full story, so I'm not going to completely comment one way or the other. I just know you don't throw things at human beings. That's one. And you also don't go stomp on the logo in front of the entire, you know, gymnasium full of people who are fans of that team. You you know, you you don't do either one of those things. They're both not respectful, and you kind of just move on from that. So just like that, we will also move on for that. Um, We don't really talk about hockey on this channel, but... I'm going to talk about hockey a little bit because the Bruins are playing really well. Uh, The last series was unbelievable against the Capitals. I don't think a lot of people thought that they were going to win that quickly in the series, and they ended up winning uh, 4-1. to Uh, And right now, they they had a game that ended tonight in overtime, and their series is tied 1-1 against the New York Islanders. It's something I'm going to keep track of. I love the Boston Bruins. I love watching hockey. I can't say I'm a, you know, an expert of everything that goes on in hockey. That's why I don't really speak about it, but I do love watching hockey. One of my uh, best memories of sports, I was in uh, uh, my neighbor's house when I was growing up, and we were watching the Olympic uh, USA versus Canada when I was probably 16, 17 years old, and it was probably one of the best sporting events I've ever seen live in my life. It was so very intense. I think it was like triple overtime or something like that. Lots of goals throughout the game, very very intense, and, and then many Bruins games over the years I've seen as a, as a kid and as a, a young adult and now into my 30s, I've really enjoyed uh, hockey. Bruins are playing amazing, and I'll watch the entire run, keep tabs on it, and keep you guys posted if that's what you want to talk about. Uh, let me know in the comments section with pretty much everything, guys. Uh, the EPL, the NFL, things you guys want to talk about. If Hey, if you want to come on the show and you can talk sports and you can have me interview you and spitball fire questions at you, your opinions, your thoughts, I'm a very easygoing person. I don't really like to like make people look stupid. I just want to come on here and talk sports. And then obviously, you know me, I've got uh, this... Uh, actually, I'll, I'll just... We'll talk about this real quick. It's called Project Life. You'll, you may have seen that graphic art for some of the episode, the one I had with Catherine with her local business or my brother riding his bike across the country. I was trying to come up with a way to kind of organize those specific podcasts so you know what you're going to before you listen. And it's not strictly about sports, so it's more about life, but it's still under the umbrella of Project Sports. We're just going to call it Project Life. So if you see one of those episodes, like Harrington coming on talking about guns and I republish the episode and more people are clicking on it. That's great for me. Um, that episode, well, those types of episodes would be called Project Life. So if you got something that you're doing and you're excelling in life, you want to come on a podcast and have other people get involved with what you're doing or hear about it, you know, we got a fan base here. They'll listen. They seem to like the show. So we're going to keep it coming back. But I appreciate everyone and the continued listening of this podcast. Um, yeah, if you could probably tell I'm catching my breath a lot. Uh, I did move to Colorado and the elevation is really high and I've been here for about three months now and it's still kind of whatever. So I've been talking really fast because I can't catch my breath and I'm trying to breathe at the same time. I'm still getting used to the elevation. I don't know what else to say. I work at the top of a mountain. You know, it's still not helping. It's fine. I'll get used to it. But thanks guys for listening to the show. Have a good night.